In this episode, I share two simple linchpin habits you can add to your routine to make your life 10 times easier. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to improve your life in under 15 minutes. My name is Greg Clunas, and in yesterday's episode, uh, episode 812, if you haven't listened to or watched that, we talked about linchpin habits. Now, just as a quick recap, a linchpin habit is a habit that makes everything else fall into place. It's the type of thing that you rely on that feels like if you don't do it, your life is going to fall apart and it requires some preparation or some follow-up that enables it to help you become more effective with the other habits that you might be trying to build. And these are insanely powerful tools. They can help you to drastically improve your consistency and drastically improve your ability to stick with a particular behavior for long enough so that you can actually see the results that come from it. But what do you do if you don't already have one? What do you do if you're not sure what your linchpin habit is? Well, what I want to do in this episode is lay out a simple process for identifying any existing linchpin habits you might already have. And then I want to leave you with two linchpin habits that I think you should start building. Ones that have affected me personally, have affected people that I love and care for, and that I've seen the results of. So let's start with the process. When it comes to figuring out what your linchpin habits are, I recommend doing a few things. And this is going to require some like manual work. So the first step is to pull out a piece of paper and write out any habits you already engage with. I'm talking everything. This could be the time that you wake up or the time that you go to sleep. It could be brushing your teeth. It could be flossing, showering, uh, sitting and watching TV, cooking dinner at a particular time, eating a particular thing multiple times per week, the route that you drive to work or take the train or which train you catch, like every habit that you engage with on a day-to-day basis, I want you to list them all out. And it might take a little while to get this done. It's a little hard to remember the things that we do on a day-to-day basis because so much of it is habitual and so much of it isn't something we're doing consciously. So take the time to go through this. List out all of the behaviors that you are engaging with habitually. And then from there, you wanna go back through the list and put a little mark next to the ones that feel mission critical. The things that if you don't do them, you're going to feel bad throughout the day. And I don't mean the things you have to do. I don't mean like you need to do this thing and get to this job at this particular time because someone else requires it of you. I don't mean like that. I mean the things that you choose to do, that you choose to engage with on a day-to-day basis, that if you didn't, you would notice it. So going back to the example I used in episode 812, for me, that is making the bed in the morning. I wake up, I make the bed. When I don't make the bed, I notice it. The only time that this doesn't hold true is if I'm traveling. 
If I'm traveling, I'm at a hotel or I'm at my mom's house or another family member's house or friend's house, I might not uh, feel the urge to make the bet. I still probably will, but if I don't do it for some reason because it's not my uh, natural environment, it's not the context in which that habit was built, I don't feel it or notice it as much as I would otherwise. So for me, that is a habit I engage with on a day-to-day basis that if I didn't do it, I'm choosing to do it, but if I didn't do it, I would notice. What is that for you? Go through that list you've created, identify the things you're choosing to do, and then after that, identify the things that you would notice if you didn't do. And maybe you've experienced this, so this part shouldn't be that hard. If you've felt it, you've noticed, I didn't do this thing and it's just sitting on your head all day, that's, that's a linchpin habit. And then from there, the last step in this process, the last step that we can consider here is to go through and make an additional note on anything that uh, has a knock-on effect. And what I mean by this is it plays a pivotal role in the rest of your day. So there might be habits you're choosing to do that if you don't do them, you'll notice, but they don't actually have that much of an effect on the rest of your life. Those aren't linchpin habits. Those are important habits. Those are behaviors that you should engage with, but they're not linchpins. A linchpin is something that affects everything else around it. So for me, making the bed affects my mindset for the rest of the day. If I get that one thing done, I feel accomplished and I go into the rest of the day feeling like I can tackle whatever is thrown at me. If I don't get that done, I feel like I didn't accomplish anything. And I feel like I go into the rest of the day a little less focused as a result. So for me, that is a linchpin habit. For you, making your bed might not be. Maybe it's something you choose to do, but if you don't do it, it's not a big deal. It doesn't affect you in any way. It doesn't affect your mental in any way. For you, it's not a linchpin habit. So what is your version of that? What is it that if you don't do it, you notice it, but it also negatively affects the rest of your day. That, those things that you might go through and put a little mark next to, those are your linchpin habits. And it's important to recognize which of these habits are linchpins so that you can ensure the rest of your uh, uh, day and your evening are planned around whatever requirements are needed to get that thing done. Now, if you don't have any you go through this process, you can't think of anything that is that critical, then I'm going to recommend that you start building one. And I have two that I recommend, two that I think are the most effective in helping you to develop other behaviors, other healthy habits, and so on and so forth. And what I'm going to do here is save my favorite one for last. So let's look at the second recommendation. And this is to have the same meal for breakfast every day. Now, I'm a big fan of this, and I've started doing this myself. This is something that I was inspired to do from my fiance Rachel. As I mentioned in episode 812, she eats overnight oats every day for breakfast, except maybe the weekends. And I've started doing something similar. So I've started drinking Huel, and don't worry, this is not sponsored. I don't actually care if you go check them out. I enjoy them. It's like a pre-mixed nutrition like replacement, meal replacement. So it just comes in a powder, you dump it in a cup, add in some water, and you've got a full meal. Now, I've started replacing breakfast with that pretty much every day. 
Now, why did I choose to do this? Well, I was looking at the the list of things that are important to me that I struggle to consistently perform. And I found that when I have a healthy breakfast in the mornings, when I have breakfasts that are nutritionally balanced, that give me the energy I need, I tend to both be focused in the earlier hours of the day, which was historically difficult for me, but I also tend to eat healthier during the rest of the day. And I think this comes down to just feeling better in my body and being less interested in putting things in it that are going to make me feel bad. So for me, having the same meal for breakfast that I know is nutritionally balanced is a linchpin habit. And this is one that I recommend that you try out as well. Not specifically Huel, whatever your breakfast looks like, whatever works for you. It could be something like overnight oats. It could be boiled eggs with uh, a sweet potato like my, one of my brothers used to do. It could be whatever works on your end. Just make sure that it's something that makes you feel good and excited for the rest of the day. That way, by building this into a linchpin habit, you know that for the rest of the day, you are going to have the energy you need to perform. And by the way, when I say breakfast here, I mean first meal, whatever breaks your fast. So if you are doing intermittent fasting or anything like that, and you're actually skipping breakfast, that's totally fine. Whatever your first meal looks like, I recommend making that as nutritionally similar across the board as you can. And maybe that means not necessarily having the same meal over and over again. Maybe it means having like a, a, a rotating uh, group of three meals that you can choose from depending on your mood, whatever that looks like for you. But having some kind of consistency in that first meal can have knock-on effects for the rest of your day. So that's the first one. And the second is the one I'm more excited about, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, so this is journaling. Now, Hang with me here because I don't mean journaling in the way that you might be thinking where you pull out a journal and you write about your feelings and your day and what you're grateful for and things like that. Like that's fine. That's a good habit to build. I don't actually think for most people that that is a linchpin. When I say journaling, what I mean is a review in relationship to your other habit building and behavior change efforts. And so for me, I, I talked about this in episode 812, when it comes to work, I tend to keep a journal of everything I'm doing throughout the day. And I use this as an opportunity to just reflect very quickly on what went well, what didn't work, and why. And from there, I'm then able to think a little bit more deeply about the behaviors that I'm engaging with, and I'm in the habit of considering, are these things important or not? I suggest that we start doing this for every habit and behavior that we're trying to get ourselves to stick with. Keep a journal of the actual behavior. So for example, if you're trying to build a meditation habit, every time you meditate or skip a meditation, take the time to fill out a quick journal entry talking about it, talking about how you feel right now, talking about what the roadblock is, talking about whether or not it was something you engaged with and why, talking about what stopped you, taking the time to journal about the activity and your success or failure of it will enable you to consistently learn. And by building that, that journaling process, regardless of the habit, as a habit in and of itself, you create a powerful tool 
for over time reinforcing this behavior and keeping yourself interested or identifying very early on that this is not the right behavior. So I hope these were helpful. If you're watching right now on YouTube, leave a comment down below. I would love to have a conversation with you. Let me know what your linchpin habits are. If you are listening, head over to the YouTube. Link is in the description of this episode. You can click that, find us on YouTube, hit subscribe, and join us in video. Thank you for being here. I've been Greg Clunas, and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.